Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. He's like a superhero without the costume. This is The Roy Green Show on the Chorus Radio Network. We are back. Green Show Chorus Radio Network. Saturday, December the 2nd, and dogs are smarter than cats. It's official. Scientific study was done. Dogs are smarter than cats. And I can tell you as of today, when I went out for the walk with the rowdies, dogs are smarter than people. Because I go where they want to go. I go when they want to go. And I go where they want to go. And so and I just bought a, a new vehicle so that they would have some space. So, they, you know, this is the way it is. Dogs are smarter than cats and smarter than people, and cats are smarter than people. So who are we to be making decisions? But here we are. So we're talking about the situation in Ottawa last week between the prime minister and the federal opposition leader, Andrew Scheer, and the almost unbelievable statement made by Justin Trudeau when he brought up the issue of Islamophobia, when Scheer asked him about how the Liberal Party is treating returning ISIS terrorists, not supposed to ask Trudeau that, or he'll tell you that that you're reminding him of Islamophobia that he accuses the conservatives of. And yesterday in Washington, of course, it was a, it was a huge day, and there's all sorts of conjecture about what's going to happen. Now that... Um, General Michael Flynn has said that, yes, he did lie to the FBI. And there's a lot of cheering and um, and hugging taking place on the left side of the political and philosophical spectrum because uh, a lot of people on the left side of things see this as the end of the Donald Trump presidency. But I think they're getting ahead of themselves. There's a whole lot going on in the United States, and we're going to start on that with Fran Coombs, our good friend who walked us through or led us through the entire election campaign, which led to the November the 8th election of Donald Trump as president of the United States and uh, longtime editor of the Washington Times and now the managing editor of Rasmussen Reports, national polling firm in the United States. So gets uh, understands the situation from the news perspective and from the public opinion perspective. Fran, it's great to have you back on the show. Always a pleasure, Roy. So how significant is the development involving Michael Flynn? And is this, as some people have suggested, the domino that opens the gates to Pennsylvania Avenue and will park Mr. Mueller right in front of the Oval Office? Well, I think I think there's no question that, the, as, as you said in your, in your uh, introduction there, that uh, the left is emboldened by this. Uh, but in my reading of all the stories, I mean, I just don't, I, I don't see a, a there there. I mean, there's no question that Flynn lied to the FBI. I mean, he's admitted that. But uh, basically, the instructions that Trump gave him, 
uh, we're told was basically after he was, we were in the transition, Trump had been elected president, he said, let's reach out to the Russians and see if we can work together on some things, including fighting ISIS. Uh, they, we still don't have any facts yet that show uh, collusion with the Russians to tinker with the U.S. election, which is, uh, if your listeners recall, is how this whole thing started. Yeah, now, was this this um, decision made by the, the president and passed on to Michael Flynn, was this done post-election or pre-election? Well, I mean, what ABC News, Brian Ross, broke, broke yesterday initially that candidate Trump had instructed Flynn to meet with the Russians, uh, but now... But within a couple of hours, NBC had to very embarrassingly release a, a do a correction on air, saying that uh, no, no, our sources now tell us that Flynn says that President-elect Trump during the transition period said for us to reach out to the Russians uh, and see if there's some areas we can work together. Uh, that is no violation of any law whatsoever. And um, to me, uh, I mean, I think to most people that look at this, trying to look at this thing independently. Uh, is is common sense. It's what you would hope a president-elect would try to do. So, Fran, maybe we should ask for your your assessment of what's the best-case scenario, what's the worst-case scenario for, for the Republican Party here? Well, I mean, undoubtedly, the worst-case scenario is, is that Flynn either fingers President Trump or leads uh, Mueller's team to someone who can finger Trump and can show that he absolutely, during the election campaign, uh, during the presidential campaign, had nefarious dealings with the Russians. Uh, that's that's the worst case scenario for the Republicans, best case scenario for the Democrats. Uh, but uh, on the basis of what we've seen so far, I think the, the best case scenario for the Republicans is what we're seeing so far, which is a Kelly gets nailed for lying to the FBI. A Manafort gets nailed for uh, illegal business dealings. But meanwhile, none of these things, uh, other than you know guilt by association, none of those things splash on the president. And if it does splash on the president, are we looking at a at a Richard Nixon scenario potentially? Well, I mean, yes, uh, but I mean, I think that's a real reach, Roy. I mean, you know, we, I mean, we can say that about anything. I mean, we could we could say the same thing about uh, Justin Trudeau, that yes, if this happened and this happened and this happened, that he could be looking at a Richard Nixon scenario, but we are a long, long, long way from that. So this is this is just the beginning of, of Mueller's uh, sort of, the, the, not, a, not his public investigation, but the first domino to publicly fall. Do you think that, uh, you understand the workings of Washington and, and, and how the political game is played. Do you think that he has a lot more that uh, that Flynn was just somebody he wanted to trot out as the first example of uh, that that he could, and so he cut Flynn a, a deal for the public relations value? Well, I think he he did both Manafort and Flynn because they're the low hanging fruit. Right. I mean, they're the they're the ones that have been in the news. Uh, they're the ones that basically were easy to get indictments on. Uh, so yes, he did that because also his his investigation has been criticized for being very partisan. Uh, there have been, you know, obviously it's a very expensive thing. Uh, Trump and his people have dismissed the whole Russian collusion thing as a fairy tale. Uh, so yes, he needed to he needed to do something, uh, and these are indictments that he can clearly get. I mean, Flynn did lie to the FBI. There's no doubt about it. He's pled guilty to it now. Um, but you know, it's a big leap. Uh, not for some in our media, unfortunately, but it's a big leap to go from that to the fact that Michael Flynn can 
finger President Trump breaking the law. It's interesting you say that it's not a great leap for some people in media, and I've certainly seen that, as, you, as have you, as have many other people, that there, the, there are people on the left side of the spectrum and the mainstream media who've already uh, have Donald Trump leaving the White House. Now, uh, what do you think that Americans are going to say? How will Americans respond and react to the news that they received yesterday? Uh, I'm sure you're going to be polling them. Uh, what do you expect to, to get back? Well, I expect, we polled right after Paul Manafort was indicted, uh, which was, I guess, what, two or three weeks ago. And I I expect pretty much the same thing. What you're going to see is that Democrats go, yes, this leads directly to President Trump. Republicans and unaffiliated voters, most of them go, no, it doesn't. Uh, I mean, you and I have talked about this many times on your show. I mean, anything that you connect Trump to, the Democrats are overwhelmingly... Uh, going to take them have the most negative assessment of it possible. Republicans are going to be more positive about it, and the unaffiliated voters will be kind of in the middle. Um, so I, I, that's fully what I expect. I mean, meanwhile, we've got this tax bill that passed, which looks like looks like Trump now is on his way to a, a major legislative victory, and which also includes, by the way, the repeal of the Obamacare uh, health insurance mandate, which most Americans continue to oppose. Uh, so that's real, you know, that's real action that the Republicans in Congress have finally done. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think that's going to help Trump. I think this, Kelly, I mean, look, the Democrats are going to try to keep the Russia story alive as long as they possibly can, because sad to say they really have no agenda other than we are not Donald Trump. Does Robert Mueller have a finite period of time to investigate, or is he free to investigate as long as he chooses to. He, he pretty much can go on. I mean, these special prosecutors are a real, I mean, can be a, are a real drain on the taxpayers. I mean, he can keep going indefinitely. And, and Fran, how much, of a, how much of an impact have previous special prosecutors had in the United States on the investigations they were conducting? How, how, how significant has their, has, has their, have their findings been? Yeah, well, I mean, some have done. I mean, the most the, the one that I think most people think tend to think of is the the Bill Clinton Ken Starr investigation. Right. And again, you know, that got that got some minor people. It got Trump. I mean, it got Clinton. Um, there there were so many lawsuits around Clinton. I, you know, I, I apologize for not being clear on this, but I know that at one point he lost his his license to practice law for five years. He had to do an out of court settlement with one of the women who accused him. Um, he was, of course, impeached over the Monica Lewinsky thing, but that was not really uh, at the heart of uh, Starr's investigation. Um, so I'm not sure at the end of the day, after all the stuff that came out on Clinton, that really Ken Starr made much of a difference. Yeah, it's amazing to me that Clinton is still as uh, public a figure and still as, um, by his supporters anyway, respected a public figure as, as he is, given everything that, that he's that well, he's been he, involved he, in. I mean, we polled on that actually this week, and the majority of people, uh, including a sizable plurality of uh, Democrats, now say that they believe the women who made uh, allegations, sexual allegations against Clinton, and that's that's a change right there. Because if you you know going back in the nineties, most Democrats didn't buy into that. They thought that you know they and uh, Hillary Clinton, of course, was denouncing those women right and left, and um, most Democrats didn't buy that at all. They thought that that Clinton was totally the victim of a right-wing conspiracy. Uh, and now no, nobody buys that anymore. Fran, uh, we'll have to take a break. When we come back, I'd like to talk to you about that tax bill and uh, what it means to the United States. And uh, by extension, it's going to have an impact 
on us in this country, anything significant that happens legislatively in the U.S. does have an impact in Canada. And then there's the uh, the story of Jose Inez Garcia Zarate, the uh, Mexican illegal. Uh, people keep describing media keep describing him as an immigrant. Well, he was illegally in the United States, right. and he's responsible for the death of Kate Steinle, and yet he was found to be not guilty the other day and two days ago, and now I understand there is a Department of Justice warrant out for his arrest. I don't know if he's been arrested yet or not, but I understand that's taking place. So I'd like to talk to you about that when we come back. Okay. All right. Fran Coombs is with me from Rasmussen Polling, and uh, just go to rasmussenreports.com, and you can sign on as well for daily updates and, re- and information from Rasmussen at rasmussenreports.com. We'll come back with Fran in just a minute. Roy won't take no or no comment sitting down. This is the Roy Green Show on the Chorus Radio Network. Next hour, Michelle Rempel will join us, Conservative Member of Parliament. And uh, she asked in Parliament earlier this week about FGM, female genital mutilation, and why that wasn't in the uh, in the guide for would-be immigrants to Canada any longer. I don't know if she got an answer or not. We'll ask her. Fran Coombs with me from Rasmussen Reports, Rasmussen Polling, also former editor of The Washington Times. Uh, Fran, the issue of the the tax bill, this huge tax bill that the that the Republicans Republicans were able to get through the Senate. Uh, what is the significance of that overall? I mean, a great win for J- Donald Trump, and I find it interesting that on the day they knew that more than likely the tax bill was going to pass, uh, Michael Flynn was trotted out as having lied to the FBI. But that specific tax bill, what's the impact on on the country? Well, well, I think the the larger impact, Roy, is really a psychological one. It's 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 PR. I mean, the whole the whole media scenario this year has been Trump and the congressional Republicans cannot work together to deliver anything. Now they've passed this major tax reform. Uh, you know, the biggest reform we've had in our tax code in years. And and the tax code, I'm sure it's the same in your country, is basically one that is basically universally derided. It's you know, people just basically hate paying taxes. And so anything that that smacks of cutting taxes, changing it, make the cha- making it less onerous to do your taxes, et cetera, et cetera, uh, has good public relations value. So I think for the Republicans and Trump, first and foremost, it's a big win. Uh, I think economically, it's going to be it's going to encourage the U.S. economy even more. Uh, so I think that's going to be a big win. And I think you know when when people see that, when they have more money in their pocket, when the stock market's going even up even further, et cetera, et cetera, um, I think all of these things will ultimately benefit the Republicans next fall. Yeah, may we also have a significant tax cut in this country because our tax rates are over the top, and people are. Uh, yeah, I mean, the rich are finding ways now to uh, to beat the taxes. We were talking about that last weekend on the show. Let's uh, get your thoughts on this uh, situation out of San Francisco. Kate Steinle um, shot with a stolen handgun, and Jose Inez Garcia Zarate uh, five times. I think he he was he entered the yeah, United States five illegally times. five yeah. times, and so now he was found not guilty in in a uh, 
in a, um, a sanctuary city in, in San Francisco, infuriating people across the country, and an arrest warrant was issued by the Department of Justice. What's going on with this? Well, I mean, the thing that amazed me is that they didn't even find him guilty of involuntary manslaughter, uh, which is, in other words, in essence, that he killed the woman accidentally. I mean, they didn't even, he wasn't even found guilty there. Um, I just think you have a hyper-liberal city. Um, uh, again, I didn't follow every stage of that trial, but I'm sure he was p- portrayed as a poor, innocent victim and the victim of racism, et cetera, et cetera. I'm sure Trump's name was dropped numerous times in front of the jury. Um, Again, I mean, I, th- I think this this will reconfirm a lot of people's prejudices. The people that are concerned about illegal immigration will, are outraged by this. The people who don't care about it, uh, sad to say, uh, I, I you know I'm not sure a lot of the people on the left even followed this trial or even cared about it. Oh, I thought it was just a horrid situation. Oh, it really is. I mean, it's, horrid I situation. Yeah, you, know, you just it, your heart just goes out to that poor family. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and uh, I mean, the thing, but again. It, in our political dialogue, unfortunately, what you often see, or what you always see, is it's always the conservatives or Trump or whoever is against immigration, and of course that's not it at all. They're against illegal immigration, but that 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 word illegal always gets dropped in the political debate so that it looks like, you know, they're haters and you know, hey, we're a nation of immigrants and these people are against immigration and blah blah blah, and which is not true at all. They're not opposed to immigration. They are opposed to people who break the law and come into this country illegally. Oh, yeah. Same refrain here. It's the same refrain here with the right. same political combatants making the same points. Um, Russ, uh, Fran, I'm sorry, in the time that we have left, uh, when I, let me just go back to Robert Mueller for a moment. Who investigates the investigator? Yeah, sad to say no one does. This uh, this this special prosecutor creature you know, was created, uh, and people thought, oh, okay, he'll be politically neutral. He's not a creature of either party, but of course that never happens. And they, these guys can spend unlimited money, and they basically get away with murder. And again, who made uh, the decision that there should be this investigation taking place? Yeah, well, this was, it was basically, it came out of the Justice Department, as I recall, mm-hmm. and uh, because Sessions was, ju- this story was, you know, the pressure was on, uh, and Sessions, as you recall, recused himself to, right. to Trump's great anger, right. uh, and they did it because they said, hey, look, people will think that our investigation would not be neutral, so we need to have an independent prosecutor. Okay, and we have about 10 seconds. What happens to Tillerson? He stays on. Yeah. Powerful He's man. not going anywhere. Yeah. Fran, thank you so much. I really appreciate the time. Always a pleasure, Roy. You take care. All the best to you. Fran Coombs from Rasmussen Reports on the Roy Green Show on the Chorus Radio Network. A lot going on in the United States and a lot going on in this country as well. We'll tell you about our next guest and actually guests. We're coming up in the next hour. Do not go away.